Hey, welcome to Mirror Studies. I'm Jill. And I'm Lucas. Hello. What, Jill? What's the matter? So early. Because at the start, you like, your hands are flailing and you're so excited. Yeah. And as it goes on, you get more still. You just like suck the life out of me over like That's 50 nice. minutes. Oh my <laughs> just God. I'm just kidding. Damn. We just started off. I'm full of all this energy and excitement. And I never am. I'm ready to talk about belief. I am just not excited to talk about this. Talk to me about this. Why aren't you excited? Well, that's not our first segment, but okay, I guess we can. Yes, it's not. Yeah. I just, well, first of all, I was like, oh, I don't want to do this song. Mm-hmm. And then I listened to it and I was like, I don't know, I don't think I understand the song. And then I printed the lyrics mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, I have all the lyrics wrong. <laughs> just like one tiny word here and there changes the whole entire meaning of sentences. I can't cite an example. And oh, I was like, man. I was like, I can't wait to get to like, the lyrics. When we get into it, okay. I just went off the top of my head. I have to yeah. pause and read it. And I was like, oh, well, that changes some of the meaning, but still parts of it don't make sense to me. And I don't enjoy talking about religion or politics. Not that I think we necessarily need to. So what we, the dynamic that we've come up with here on the show seems to be like, you're like, you know, like, let's stay out of trouble. Let's avoid problematic stuff. And I'm like, plunge us headlong into disaster. Absolutely Paper doll, doing it. Body is a wonderland, doing it. That's different than this. Police, doing it. Whatever. Yeah. John in the news. It's a good balance for us. So we do balance each other out. Uh, There's no John in the news. Nothing? And, and there's no Jill in the news, so we're news. John's been laying low? He's been laying... He probably realized he's upsetting me every time he goes out to dinner, and so he's like, you know what? I'll do DoorDash. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'll do Postmates. Okay. Um, so we can jump straight into Song Bio. Hey, let's do it. Hey, uh, so Belief was the second single from Continuum. I was unaware that it was a single. Does it have a video and I missed it? It does not have okay. a video. No. Okay. Despite being a top 10-ish was it? hit uh, on, like, adult contemporary, not, okay. like, the hot 100, 100. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it never got a video. Um, it was the single after Waiting for the World to Change and before Gravity. It was the single after Waiting on the World to Change? Yeah, Waiting on the World How to Change How interesting, because the, the content's very similar. Yeah, right? That's, that's weird. Um, it's an off-continuum. So this is an interesting lineup. Um, because this is the one song that Clayton Cameron plays drums on. In the entire John Mayer history, mm-hmm. he plays songs, drums on only one of his songs, and it's this one. Uh, Clayton Cameron is well known for his brush technique. So he's like a brush player. He plays a lot of jazz, very mm-hmm. soft, quiet music. That's that little soft sounding yeah, yep. that's in this. And that's what yeah. he plays on this particular I song. I yeah. was going to say that I like that sound. Yeah. So that's him playing with brushes. Um, the rest of it is uh, the typical uh, continuum lineup, except for also on additional guitar is Ben Harper. Mm. Yeah. Cool. I don't know why. I couldn't find any story as to, like, how Ben Harper ended up on this song. You know, I don't know. So. Yeah. But for whatever reason, Ben Harper's playing guitar on this song. And, like, musically, they're very similar musically, so that makes it makes sense. Mm-hmm. I just, like, I would like to know, like, what happened. Or, like, hey, bro, One you're day. opening for me at a festival. Why don't you come play, yeah. you know, on this thing or whatever. One day when John's on, you can ask him. So I that's will. why I save all my notes. There you, you go. don't write any notes down, so it's hard to save them. Yeah. Um. So let's move to favorite or notable versions because you were 10 12 minutes late but you were here five minutes ago but you were listening to a live version in the car which version was that yeah so the album version is great yes 
where the light is version mm -hmm. just takes it to a whole nother level. Mm -hmm. It's like, it makes a song so big, so much bigger. It's like legit could be like the closing song of a concert. Oh, wow. It's That's that a bold big. statement. It's that big. It feels like after that, we're like, okay, I'm ready for the concert to be over. Mm -hmm. and I'm when, never ready for the concert to be over. <laughs> and when I saw him on the Sob Rock tour, mm -hmm. there were two songs that really stood out to me as being much, much better live. Okay. The first one we've already covered, which mm -hmm. was I Don't Trust Myself with Loving You. Right. And this, Belief, was the second one. Mm -hmm. For one thing, like, the groove is insane, man. Mm -hmm. The groove, it just grooves so hard. That guitar part that John plays is really interesting. Mm -hmm. It's really, really great. And on the live version, everything that everyone else is playing around it is also super interesting. This song, I just enjoyed so much more this week. When I picked it, it was kind of like, uh, like I'm iffy on the song, but they'll give us something to talk about. Mm -hmm. And then like really once I dove into that live version, that's like he's got horns on it. There's like three different guitars playing at the same time. There's just so much going on. If you like listening to complex stuff, there's yeah. there's a lot there to hear on the where the light is version. There's not one but two drummers. Because if you remember, the, the structure of where the light is was like John Solo with just his acoustic guitar. Right. Then the trio mm -hmm. and then like full band John Mayer, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, Steve Jordan was there playing for the trio. But JJ, oh, why is his last name escaping me right now? Abrams? No, not Abrams. <laughs> Like a producer. It's a terrible time for this. Anyways, you guys know this what I'm talking about. This is why you about. should write stuff right? down. The, the, the guy who played drums from Forever and Ever Live, JJ something or rather, which I can't believe I am blanking. I can't it's a, either. It's so last and name. you're a drummer. It's a very normal last name, too. It's like Smith or I something I love that like you that. look to me for the answer yeah. like I know. Um, so he's playing because he's playing that set. Mm -hmm. But because there's he's playing it with drumsticks, he's yeah. playing it like a like a, you know, regular live show Steve Jordan comes up he has Steve Jordan has his drum set still set up from the mm. trio they're just set up on different parts of the stage uh -huh. he comes up and does the brush, brush part thing. yeah so it's have really we cool. done a song from the trio we haven't we did we did um, the first song who do you, who did you think I was we did. Yeah. Okay, I feel better now. And it wasn't, it was one of our least well-received, uh, at least by listens, mm -hmm. or at least one of our least listened to uh, episodes, actually. Really? Yeah. I wonder why. So People I've been like, like the trio? Yeah, I've been like, you don't you have know, to avoid it. Don't hesitant to go back to the trio record because, oh. you know, the, the fans didn't really seem to jump on it. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I appreciate the song live also, and I think you've said everything there is to say. <laughs> so, uh, let's jump into song meaning, because this is what I'm most interested to talk about. Yeah. Is why don't you go first? Okay. What is the song? Because I finally have an answer, but let's hear what you think first, because you picked it. Uh, you know, like, I think the, the whole song is very easily summed up with the first lines from verse two. Okay. Uh, belief is a beautiful armor, but makes for the heaviest sword. Mm -hmm. Uh, his whole idea is that of the song is that if we are fighting each other over beliefs, mm -hmm. we're never going to win because people get so committed mm -hmm. to their beliefs that they're willing to not just die for them, right? That's the thing. Everyone's always like, oh, I die for this. But right. they're willing to kill for it. Right. Um, which we've seen over and over again throughout history, including mm -hmm. just a few days ago mm -hmm. um, in our own country, where people are willing to kill other people because of these beliefs that they have. Mm -hmm. um, and so at that point, when it's like, 
can I convince you, can I change your mind when you're so deeply entrenched in this belief that you're willing to kill somebody for it? Right. No. Yeah. So what's the point of arguing with you? What's the point Mm -hmm. of engaging in dialogue? Because I'm not going to be able to change your mind because your mind is unable to be changed. Correct. Okay. So um, I less eloquently said, (laughs) blind belief isn't great. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> What's my takeaway from the song? Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. In singing, I've I like like the song. I wouldn't say that I'd skip it, but I definitely never seek it out. Okay. I never say to myself like, "Oh wow, I'm dying to hear belief." Let uh-huh. me put that on. In fact, I was like, even when I started to type it in, mm-hmm. my um, Spotify was like, "Girl, what?" Like, <laughs> all these other believe belief songs came up, so mm-hmm. I never really paid much attention to it. And in not paying attention to it, thought that it was a song about, like, how believing in something's probably good. Okay. <laughs> so then I listened to it, and I was all, oh, wait, what? And then I printed the lyrics, and I was like, oh, okay. And I always do the punching underwater, and you never can quite hit what you're trying for. Like, I knew that resonated with me, that it's like, oh, mm-hmm. maybe belief's not great. But, yeah, I mean, everything that you said that, and this is the one reason in my history of being friends with you I've mm-hmm. appreciated is if we decide to while not recording a podcast talk about something that's like controversial or we have different of opinion mm-hmm. on like we can have a mature like oh my gosh that part of what you're saying makes sense to me but this mm-hmm. is why I think that and like everyone else in the world <laughs> I am a, or like my kid well a Caden I could have a conversation like that with mm-hmm. but my dad and then other than that pretty much everybody else is just like nope 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 whether they're you know on a more extreme or more conservative Mm -hmm. or it doesn't matter whatever it is those people lean so hard into it and i've always been like in the gray kind of yeah like oh man i could see not on obviously crazy things like people shooting at nightclubs like you're referencing Mm -hmm. but you know we're like i can see multiple sides and i've never been so so super strong at least as an adult in my beliefs that Mm -hmm. i've felt the way I notice other people feel about stuff. I'm always like, well, let's look at it from the other side. I'm not sure. Not that I'm great. I think it makes me not great Mm -hmm. sometimes that I'm not like have stronger conviction about like everything. Like if I ask you a topic, it's boom, you know how you feel about it. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, oh, <laughs> um, so I think that's why I don't enjoy talking about it because I'm like, eh, they haven't made my mind up on some stuff yet. And you know, that's something that I wrestle with because my impulse is to cast a really wide net, mm-hmm. right? My impulse is to like have a diverse friend group yes. and, and not to have the sort of echo chamber. Mm-hmm. But there's also like, there is some stuff that it's like, well, do I... Am I not strong enough in my beliefs in certain areas mm-hmm. if some people are willing to be friends with me? You know what I mean? If that, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's that thing an interesting of, thing to say. Yeah, where it's almost like, at a certain point, like, being divisive mm-hmm. is necessary on some issues. Mm-hmm. And so I'm always trying to walk that tightrope, right, of, yeah. like... I'm pretty upfront about where I am and I don't I don't like post a ton of stuff on Instagram because mm-hmm. I think pretty much if you know me you know. Yeah. Like I'm not somebody who like hides my life. I live my life very out loud, right? Yeah. Um so if you're around me you or if you know people who I know then then you know where I stand on pretty much everything. Um so you know like with this most recent thing with the most recent shooting I was like I'm not going to like post anything because like, everyone else is doing it. Well, yeah, and to and clarify, really I'm not to on the fence about that. Right, right, right. right. Like, I want to be very clear. I know evil and right from wrong. Okay, go ahead. But I eventually ended up, like, breaking down and posting something because I saw something that helped me to think about it, even mm-hmm. though it was 
of the position that I already held, mm -hmm. which is shooting people is wrong. Right. But it helped me to think about it in a way that I hadn't seen mm -hmm. before. Mm -hmm. So it didn't, well, it didn't change my mind. It was like, oh, this is, this is helpful mm -hmm. to think about it in this terms. And, uh, when I, once I posted, I had a bunch of people reach out. They're like, oh, that's really good to think about in that way. So in that sort of way, I think that sort of thing can be helpful to help us, you know, attack uh, these issues from every angle. Yeah. But it is. And John himself really tries to walk that line. Yes, absolutely. Where he tries to be apolitical. Or you could probably tell on something. Right. But yeah. Where I, I am not apolitical at all. Mm -hmm. Like I have no problem expressing what I believe in as as you as you've said. Yeah. But while also trying to retain room in my life for people who come from the community that I came from. Yeah. Right? And maybe that gives me sort of a unique perspective because I was raised very strongly in a community that had has very different beliefs than my current beliefs. Mm -hmm. So I have seen in my life the experience of these beliefs that I was raised with and immersed with and indoctrinated with, like, uh, fall away as I grew up and started asking questions yeah. and started thinking for myself. So I understand like sometimes these things, it's a process mm -hmm. of, of, uh, you know, coming to understand the world. And it's also about having the humility to understand that I don't have all the answers. Yeah. And so losing that sort of evangelical bent, which is like, I have to convince everyone else to agree with me mm -hmm. because I think that's one of the great messages of the song is you're never going to be able to do that. Yeah. And to your point, and also as a nice segue into the lyrics at mm -hmm. the start of the song where he says, is there anyone who ever remembers changing their mind from the pain on a sign, yeah. et cetera. And that's always been my thing is I don't understand. I'm not saying that it's like you shouldn't post on social media. I don't understand mm -hmm. like the very attacky posts on social media, unless it's about something obviously evil mm -hmm. um, or it's something I don't understand protests. Like I get it, but engaging in conversations with people who I know have the belief described in the song, mm -hmm. there is no point mm -hmm. in my opinion. So why get myself worked up? Why get them worked up? Plus I have just this propensity to like, I have to make sure everyone in the room is comfortable all the time. <laughs> I don't know why, even if it's making me uncomfortable right, and if right. two people don't agree that I will like, interrupt them so they stop talking about it and uh -huh. I can't deal with them having conflict that I'm not part of. Right. Um, so I'm always kind of like, just, why? Why mm -hmm. even bother? Why go there? You know, unless you know it's a person who's open to having a real conversation. And so the start of that song, um, to me, the start of this song was really like, I'm saying, John. Right. right? Not that I don't believe in protest because it is important. Not that I haven't seen something on social media and been mm -hmm. like, oh, I never thought about it that way. Yeah. But I am of the temperament mm -hmm. where I want to absorb different people's opinions and never think about it that way and then come up with my own yeah. and not just kind of blindly because you're this religion because you're this political affiliation because this is what you grew up with I like to you know kind of get there myself Yeah. but I remembered why I was confused about the lyrics now oh, okay. <laughs> so my favorite lyric is the one you already mentioned the belief is a beautiful armor mm -hmm. so it's not so much the lyric but it's the but makes for the heaviest sword mm -hmm. I always thought like belief is a beautiful armor it makes for this awesome heavy sword oh, you're gonna fight all these people yeah. with it and I'm like yeah believe in stuff and I'm like oh no and then, then that's when the water line happens it's yeah. right afterwards that's one example of me really diving into it <laughs> like man I did not pay attention to this song it's such a great line I quote that constantly especially when I'm having these conversations yeah where I'm like 
look, you can believe things that I that are different from me mm-hmm. and still be a part of my life. Mm-hmm. If if those beliefs help you to be a better person, yeah. help you to treat those in your community and those around you with more love and mm-hmm. kindness, mm-hmm. then even if I don't necessarily agree with them, you know, specifically religiously, if I, my concept conception of the afterlife is different than yours or whatever, but your devotion to this religion is making you a better person, right? then I've got no problem with it. Use that as your armor to protect you. Mm-hmm. My problem becomes when you try to use it as a sword yeah. to attack other people. Right. Like I give you that freedom, that autonomy to make those decisions for yourself. And I ask the same in return. Mm-hmm. Right. So let me use my armor instead of like, you know, trying to attack one another. Right. Do you think that John was singing about something specific in this or it's kind of a waiting on the world to change generalized frustration or look back at what's happening and yeah i mean it could be any number of things like that the opening line which is really great as well which you also brought it up a couple times here uh ever changing your mind or for something someone yelled real loud one time right i think of and this is not to offend anyone if this is your belief but i think of like the the ever prevalent present john 316 signs at the sports games Mm. Right, someone holds up the sign in the end zone. John three sixteen. I don't know if it does anymore. Mm. I'm not a sportsy. We'll have to ask Hayden. Yeah, we know. We walked in talking about the right. game to get him around. I, that was just messed. I know. Um, but like, religion is an incredibly complicated thing mm-hmm. that people have spent thousands of years studying and trying to codify. Mm-hmm. You're not going to revolutionize somebody's life by holding up one no. sign with yeah. one, you know, one verse. Yeah. And like, also, you see people. Here in Redlands, not recently, but every four years or so, every presidential election, Mm -hmm. there'll be somebody on the street corner yelling stuff and protesting. Oh, people love to yell on the street corner, especially around Staples Center. And what I think is so important about this song is have the Mm self-awareness. Would you change your your mind if the opposition or somebody who had a different idea than you was standing on the corner yelling at you the way you're standing at the corner yelling at someone? Mm Would that have any effect whatsoever? That's what I'm saying. Just have some conversations, you clowns. Would it have any effect? So I come from conservative Christianity. That's the community in which I was raised. Mm -hmm. Um, There is a lot of, from uh, specifically evangelical fundamentalism. So there is a lot of effort in that community to uh, impose your beliefs upon the entire world. Mm -hmm. And we can see that across the political spectrum. But one of the, the things that like always struck me as so weird is this impulse to like you were you were supposed to they would have like organized missions where you go to the mall and just walk around and start bombarding people with yeah. with your belief and trying yeah. to convert them to their belief people who aren't asking for it no, people who are shopping. interesting yeah you know interested in it and like why do we think that that's effective would that work on us mm-hmm. and there was a, a Christian research uh, institute who did a bunch of research that was like what is effective in converting people to Christianity and what they came away with was none of that stuff works. Really? The only thing that works is personal connection Mm. is if you want to convert someone to your belief system, then you need to be living it out loud and you need the the benefits to that belief system need to be very evident in your life Mm. so that someone can look at you and be like, you know what? 
something's working for you in your mm-hmm. life, whatever it is, yeah. you know, whether it be a religion, whether it be a diet, whether it be a, a workout plan, whether, you know, like whatever it is, mm-hmm. if, if, if they're looking at you and saying, hey, something's working in your life, yeah. then they're interested in talking about it and open to it. Mm-hmm. But if you're yelling at them or attacking them or t- attempting With to your impress sword. Yes, your beliefs onto somebody else, that never works. And I've definitely never seen it work in, in action. I've never seen anyone in the street corner been like, you know what, you're making some good points. Yeah, so I just want to turn it around on all of those people, right? Mm-hmm. Like, would this work, work for on you? you? Yeah, well, this... no one really likes being screamed at. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what is your favorite lyric? Uh, like I said, the start of verse two, oh, belief same. is a beautiful okay. armor, but makes for the heaviest sword. I, I literally use that like once a week. When, really? In, yeah. When in talking to people, you know, when I talk to uh, friends who are in different communities than I am or mm. from of different religious traditions or of my old religious tradition. Um, and it's like, how do you have managed to coexist with these people? And that's usually the answer that I use. Mm-hmm. I have no interest in changing your belief system. Right. I have no interest in, in putting my beliefs on you. Mm-hmm. But also don't attack other people because yeah. of your beliefs that's where then i draw the line yeah okay cool so uh with that i got through that faster than i thought we would mm. actually um so this has a 92 percent play and an eight percent skip nice which i am usually i'm like play on almost all the songs but mm-hmm. i'm usually in line with the percentages uh-huh. and i was really surprised how far off i was this time I just I skip it sometimes. I don't know. It's not so. It's in the top half of my favorite. It's not like a songs. great car song. All right. I mean, the live. If you should, you should really go listen to the live one. I'd be really curious to see how you feel yeah, if you spent some time with that's that a one. Good point. Um, obviously, like Continuum has a ton of hits on it, right? Mm-hmm. So there's lots of songs to go to there. Um, Belief is one of them that I will. If I'm skipping through songs, I won't listen to the whole record. But Belief is one of them that I will listen to. Well, and it's just interesting. I didn't realize it was the single after Waiting on the World to Change, but mm-hmm. I am surprised that they're on the same album mm-hmm. because of the concept's so similar. And then there's no other songs really like that again on yeah. any other albums that I can think of unless there's some analogy. I'm, it's like way over my head. One of the people in Reddit was like, you know, everyone just, he has the rep of just being a relationship yeah, writer, like how dare you write about something else? Yeah. yeah. And like, well, listen to this record because he's writing about some some other things in this one song and, or two songs. Yeah. But yeah. It, 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 then it's all submarines and relationships again. It typically <laughs> does tend to be more about heartbreak and relationship than it is about, you know, current events. Yeah. Yeah. Current current moods. Yeah. So let's get into some Instagram feedback. One of our favorites, Dr. Abby Kramer. Oh, Yes. Says, this song has seemed so relevant to me the past few years with our political environment. Quote, we're never going to win the world. We're never going to stop the war. End quote. It all does seem like not much will change with people's current belief systems. Girl. Yes. You know how when you're growing up and your parents are like, well, now things are really bad. They were never like this before. And then you get old and you say that to your kids and you're like, for the love of God, how's it going to be when my kids are old? Man, things things have always been bad. You know, they get worse. They actually don't. I I don't believe that. I I think what's happened is we have become more honest Mm -hmm. about what's wrong. Mm -hmm. But these same issues existed 
50 years ago. Mm-hmm. These aren't new issues. Homophobia wasn't born in the 70s. And um, that's not what I'm saying, and I don't think that's what she's saying. Uh-huh. I think it's that politicians and people who make policy have become so polarized within their own parties mm-hmm. that no one can work together on anything for the good of people. Like, as before, I felt like Democrat, Republican, whatever, like, it was it was different, and now it's like, <gasps> like, we can't sit next to each other, we can't speak to each other, we can't anything, and I think both sides are crazy. So I don't see a lot of, like, great... Like, you have to work together. Mm-hmm. Your job is to literally work together to benefit us. And so this is where it becomes difficult. I don't think both sides are crazy. I think mm-hmm. one side is crazy. I totally I am, disagree. I am very partisan. Mm-hmm. Um, I also... So here's the thing. How do... So we take something like the overturn of Roe v. Wade, right? How do you find middle ground there? There's either a. I'm not saying that every issue has There's middle no, ground. There, there is no middle I'm ground. I'm not saying that every issue has middle ground. You're not hearing what I'm saying at all. And this is okay. why I didn't want to do this. <laughs> is that your job is literally, whether it's COVID or the economy mm-hmm. is falling apart, is to go fix those problems. Mm-hmm. And neither side should be worried about other problems that they're trying to bargain with. Like It's like I have a problem with politics in general, I okay. guess is what I'm saying. And I just feel like, you know, when I watched Hamilton... Mm-hmm. They were still doing the same thing. So I guess that it is what it is. Yeah. But I think as time goes on, the two parties or whoever is in power, whether people or parties, however you look at it, are less interested in working together for common ground for the good. And it's more about pushing whatever their respective agendas are. Yeah. Some you could agree with, some you cannot agree with. Some you're like, hey, there's real easy middle ground on this, guys. Let's compromise. So I think that's the challenge. I think there's incredibly smart people on both sides. Even the folks that I don't agree with, Mm -hmm. I still think there's obviously some incredible intelligence on both sides. And the fact that they can't find middle ground ever, you know, and like the idea of someone being a moderate doesn't really exist. Yeah. You know? Unless you're me. There, there's just like that, I, like the swing voters, who are these people? Like, I don't know. You know, who, who isn't already, has an established ideology? Like I understand oh, sure. people changing yeah. ideology because that happens as you grow. That happened to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the idea that there's some people who are like, oh, I'm going to vote for, sometimes I vote Democrat, sometimes I vote Republican. It just depends on who I like. How could you have liked one of them and then like the other? Like yeah. it feels like there's such a giant chasm in between now mm-hmm. that, you know, it just it just seems really hard to find middle ground. And I think we, the political process has ended up being at this point is just game of tug of war. Yeah. Whoever's got more power right now, we're going to pull it one direction so a little bit. you're just saying the same and thing as me. And whoever's on the other side is going to pull it back. You're just saying it different. Okay. <laughs> okay back to the song. Uh, I have no idea. Anexiol says, can you please share the chorus notation? I don't even know what that means, but I figured you would. Um, I, I don't know what it is. You have to look it up. I can play guitar. <laughs> oh, I don't even know what that. What oh, it, so yeah, like what notation would be uh, if like if he's speaking in musical terms, notation is like specifically writing out mm-hmm. note for note mm-hmm. um, what's going on with the with the music. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can read music, so that's like if you've seen sheet music, that's yeah. what we call notation. Guitar players also use a thing called tablature or tab for short, mm-hmm. which is like a shorthand for that, which just basically says you're playing this these frets, you know, and that kind of thing. Um, so it's like a little bit, it's faster to read, um, but not as specific. Mm-hmm. So in fairness, I probably should give me that question in advance. Yeah. And like, <laughs> so I could, I could. Probably... I just thought, you know, all the musical answers. Oh no. Jeff D. Oreo says, I teach religious education at my church and I always play the song the first day of class. It proves the point that quote, everyone believes, even if you believe in nothing. Yeah. Belief is armor and sword and the chemical weapon for the war raging on inside. 
All caps. Who could have worded that better? He's <laughs> talking like you talk at the start of the podcast. Right. One of John's best lyrical songs ever, in my opinion. And of course, the music rocks too. So happy he changed it from the quote simmering end quote demo, but still an interesting listen. I don't. Do you know what demo? I don't either. About? I'm no. not familiar with that. We're like way behind on some of these. Yeah, but that's a good point. Good point from emptiness to everything. Yeah, right? everything. It's like people say, like I don't like to make decisions. Not making a decision is, is a, a decision. decision. You're constantly making decisions. Address that on New Girl. Yeah, nice. <laughs> we all, you know, we're always even believing in nothing is mm-hmm. a, as a belief. There is no one who is completely devoid of belief. Of belief. Yeah, totally. At Baby Carrots 2002, which I'm fascinated why that's your name. The lyrics are great. The guitar at the intro is the best. Yeah, that guitar line is super cool. At Dev underscore Rajput10 says it makes you think. Smiley face emoji. He actually didn't use an emoji. He's like colon and the. Oh, nice. Yeah, which is old school. I, I, I use that a lot because it's so much faster for me if I'm on my computer. If I'm on my laptop. Oh, well, yeah. Then, then like going and opening up the emoji thing. Oh, no. No one would do that on a computer. At D A F L O says one of the most poignant pieces of art ever made. Deeply tragic and deeply human. I will say it's kind of depressing. It's like, we're never going to, nope, none of this is, nope, nope, not going to happen. We're never going to win the war. <laughs> yeah. And especially like that, that end vamp there when he's like, what puts 100,000 children in the sand? Yeah, no, that, I hate the ending. You know, yeah. like when you think about it, like, oh, yeah, like, mm-hmm. yeah, this is what has led to some of the greatest atrocities. Well, yeah, on the folded flag part yeah. two is, that's yeah. rough. It's rough to hear. Enjoy.jade said, I think the song is very similar to Waiting on the World to Change. He wants to do something, yet he doesn't know how to do this thing or something is stopping him. Sorry, that was a little choppy because it was in multiple messages. And the I want uh, the other question is not just it doesn't know what to do, but like, does it matter? Yeah, you know what I mean. I like, think that if, is if you, a, if you a are John Mayer, if you address some of these very pointed, some of really heated, some really divisive topics, mm-hmm. do you? What do you accomplish mm-hmm. other than like alienating like half of your Yeah, because no one can handle audience. having a conversation about it. Yeah. yeah. You know, and so I, I know like there's a lot of pressure on like famous people to like celebrities to use yeah. your platform yeah. and to speak out. And I have no problem if that's something they choose to do. Because yeah. I feel like every person, whether they're celebrity or not, has I the don't right love to love when they get forced. Yeah. Yeah. Ha- has the right to do that. But I also do respect people who are like, you know what? I don't I don't feel equipped to have this, you know, I don't feel mm-hmm. like I'm going to be able to move the football down the field mm-hmm. on this. Mm-hmm. All I'm going to do is just invite attack into an area that I'm yeah. not prepared to defend. Yeah. You know, so I think, yeah, trying to if people who are trying to get like John, make a make a stand, like come yeah. out on one side or the other. I think he has made his own statements in the ways that matter. Um, his friendship with Andy Cohen, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Andy gave it told a great story about he was driving into cross country into San Francisco with John. They were on like a road trip together. And it was when uh, gay marriage became legalized by the Supreme Court. It mm-hmm. was that day mm-hmm. they were going to be getting into San Francisco. And John was like, all right, where are we going? We're going out to the gay bar tonight. Yeah. And, and Or we're going out. To, I'm going out with you tonight. And Andy was like, you know what? I'm going to be going to the gay yeah. bar. It's like, yeah, I want to be celebrating with, with you, you, you know, because yeah. you were my friend. Yeah. And, you know, so in those ways, honestly, does it matter more than that if the people in your life feel supported? Yeah. I mean, I guess there could be something to, like, your fans feeling supported, too, right? Mm-hmm. If you come out and say, it's not just my buddy, but I care about yeah, all, all of you. Yeah, all of you, yeah. But it's also not his job to... It's not his it's job. It's not any celebrity's job. Yeah. 
and I, I feel like I would not love. It's hard, right? That this decision. Is, these things. Yeah. Are hard. There's so many layers, and there's so many moving pieces, and that's why we are so divided. Because if there were simple solutions, we'd have already done them. Would we have, or are we so dumb? <laughs> so I, I, I remember uh, uh, Barack Obama once said, uh, someone asked him what was the most surprising thing about being president, mm-hmm. and he said there are no. You're talking go- so fast, it sounded like you said when I asked him. Oh, oh I'm sorry. What? <laughs> yeah, me and Barry, me and Barry, oh, going back. I'm, were we not talking that year? <laughs> um, uh, he's like, he's like, there's no good decisions mm-hmm. because I'm at the very top. Yeah. By the time a decision gets to me, if there was a good solution, somebody had already done it. Yeah. So when it get when a decision gets to me, I'm choosing the lesser of two evils. Mm-hmm. And I know every decision I make upsets somebody. Yeah. You know. And, I just don't even understand how people want to be president. Yeah. It just seems like the most ridiculous. <laughs> like everyone constantly hurling insults at you and attacking you and your family and making memes about you. Right. Is there more to the job? Yes. But I'm just saying that alone would be so incredibly daunting. Yeah, for sure. I can't imagine. Okay, so. At Sylvia SJD said, I love the bounciness of the song. And I thought that was an interesting way to describe it. It's not bouncy content. No. But a bouncy sound. The, the groove. The, uh, so I was thinking about this too. I think Continuum is probably his grooviest record uh-huh. overall, um, with heavier things being a close second. Okay, that's fair. Um, wow. Joss Cabellarom said that song feels like an anthem. Regards from Mexico. I love you guys. Both are awesome. Oh, oh thank, thank you. you. Thank you. People thank are catching you. on if they give us compliments. I put them in the podcast I, I, and butcher I, their name. Right? <laughs> it does feel like an anthem, especially yes. live. Like I said, it feels like mm-hmm. it could end a concert. Totally. Like, yeah. At Nicole Geiler said, absolute brilliance. The answer to every why with one word in lyrical form. Not sure I follow that. Yeah. Well, I, that's why I read it because I thought you would. No. Oh. I mean, I think she's saying why people can't, mm-hmm. you know, stop the war and whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I, I, I get what she's trying to say. I just can't articulate it. <laughs> At Kira underscore Dongen said, absolute elite song. The lyrics are definitely something else. And my son always says things are elite, and that's why I included it. There you go. Nice. And that is the uh, Instagram feedback for today. All right. Thank you, friends. Thanks for, for jumping in on yeah. short notice with a short window. I know. I felt like some people were going to be upset because I did not follow the normal process. Right. But, but it's a, holiday a lot of the OGs people have got to understand. in. Yeah. yeah. I just hope like in a day or two, people are like, what? I missed it. But it yeah. is what it is. Yeah. I didn't want to not do a podcast. We're trying to go the whole year without skipping a week. So then we'll take a vacation. We usually record on Wednesdays or Thursdays. Thursdays is my preference. This Wednesday is my wife's birthday, so mm-hmm. I can't do it. Oh, Thir- happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, Thursdays. Oh, yeah, by the time you listen to this Thanksgiving, yeah. Thursday is Thanksgiving. Wait, no. No, they'll listen to this after, after Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. We're so confused. No, but we, we, if we're, if we're going to say Thanksgiving, we should say it now. Yeah. Because we didn't say it last week. Did we? No, we didn't. <laughs> I don't think. Happy thanks. I hope your Thanksgiving was great. Hope you enjoyed it. Good job. Yeah. I was like, I can't even plug my show this weekend because by the time no, this goes up, we'll be done playing. threw the whole thing off. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, we're off schedule. Yeah. That's your point. You guys, hopefully you understand. It's holidays. Sure. It happens. Yeah. It'll probably happen again come Christmas time. Uh, yeah. That's a the, big week. The week of Christmas, especially in my house. Yeah. It, that's, that one week is my daughter's birthday. Oh, yeah. You're intense. My birthday, mm-hmm. Christmas Eve, and then Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. I so. have um, Christmas, <laughs> Christmas <laughs> Eve. 
those are big holidays for me though. It's like my my Super Bowl. Oh call yes, it. and I have you know my family and my wife's family, so we got two Christmases. Yeah, we all have the multiple Christmas situation. Mm-hmm. Well, not all, but most of us. Okay, so um, we're gonna rate the song. All right, Jill. Mm-hmm. I think this is a pretty easy one. Is this a quiet song or is he turning the ladies on? I'm about to blow your mind. Okay. Like it's never been blown before. Okay. Hmm. (laughs) Um, Quiet song, Uh 57% Mm -hmm. turns the ladies on 43%. No, Lucas, no. Yeah. Even you try and make the argument. Um, Why it would be a turn. I don't think it's a quiet song. I don't think it's either, to be quite honest. But if I had to vote, I'd go with quiet song because it's thoughtful and... I don't know, but it's not, I'm, the intent's not to be turning anyone on. I think this is very much a quiet song. Yeah. Even if it's music, not quite musically, right? Because it's, it's a little bit more. Bouncy. Yeah. Um, but like the content of it is very contemplative. It's very focused on thinking about stuff and being self-aware. And there's some self-reflection about like, am What's going on in me? What behaviors am I exhibiting mm-hmm. that might not be bearing the fruit that I want them to bear? What, you know, procedures am I going that aren't giving me the the, the hopeful outcomes? Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is a very quiet song. It's easy, cut and dry for me. How do I make a case for it turning the ladies on? Maybe. Okay, okay. If I'm going to make the case, Jill, you're shaking your head at There's me. There's no case. Listen, listen to this. Listen to this. So Keep the your ladies, arm on your side of the table. <laughs> so the ladies, the ladies are just tired of the fighting. No, Lucas. They're tired. They want somebody to step in and be the hero and be like, you know what? We're not going to solve this. He's not being the hero. He's saying this will, exactly, this yeah. will never be solved. Sorry about that. We're not going to solve this. It's cold, baby. Come back to bed. Okay. No. The answer is probably because it shows intelligence and women appreciate intelligence. So I'll go with that's the argument for the people. Go ahead and put in the comments on the post about the podcast. I'm genuinely curious how this is. Not in a judgy way. I know I I came out the gate judgy. I, I can't figure it out, so I would love to know. Yeah, well, like when you have lines like, what puts the folded flag inside his mother's hand? Right, I just feel like crying. Yeah. No. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get it either. Okay. So, uh, okay, so you're quiet. I'm quiet. I'm quiet. I still don't think it falls under quiet. Quiet, it's something very else. much. All right, well, how much does this song make you love John Mayer? Jill? I mean, I'm, I know you don't like the conversation. I know you're uncomfortable around controversial topics, but how does you feel about the song if you didn't have to talk I mean, about it? I'm not uncomfortable around controversial topics. I'm just uncomfortable recording my thoughts on that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, I am like at a three okay. just because if you just look at the song and my history with it, it's been a song I've listened to. I know the words too, but obviously I didn't actually know the words too. Right. So right. I feel like I'm playing a little bit of catch up mm-hmm. today. Um, Because I only printed the lyrics yesterday because we're off in our scheduling. Did you? Is there another example that as we're talking about it of something that you're like, oh? No, I think I just got context when I read it all, as opposed Mm -hmm. to just kind of like the the mumbling the lyrics in my car. Yeah, yeah. and I'm very like I love a song that makes me. I don't love a song that makes me cry, Mm -hmm. but you know, I don't know for whatever reason those are gratifying. And then I like love a deep relationship song and a dancey car song, and I guess I'm just not crazy about a man we're screwed song. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm gonna go with a three because I think he's making some amazing points. Uh-huh. And that's my answer. What's yours? You know what? This is a five for a me. Five. It's a five for me. Shocking. It's so well is written. Is it the brushy drums? No, you know what? Like I don't we, I don't know that we really we're so focused on like about what it means and what yeah. it says. I, I, it's really well written. 
Mm-hmm. This is oh, an insanely well written song. Point. And you the know? musical part of it is enjoyable. Exactly. So not just from a lyrical standpoint, but also from like a melodic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love the harmony on from emptiness to everything. Mm-hmm. It's the one place in the verse where there's harmony. I agree with that. I, I, that's so cool right there. It's just this is really, really well done, especially if you're listening to the live version from where the light is. Mm-hmm. This is a five for me. Like I said, I, I feel like you could end a concert with this. Mm-hmm. So I'm yeah. I'm I'm all the way in on it. I think it's great. I, I think that's fair. Yeah. I mean, you picked it, so I figured it was going to score pretty high. Yeah. Um, I do not have a discussion question. I'm very done with this song. I'm sure you do. <laughs> Why do I keep picking songs that you're done with? Oh, what's the one song? I don't know if the song exhausts me or you do. <laughs> fair. That's a fair point. I can be very 50, exhausting. 50-50. <laughs> Um, what's the one song that you like? You hate? Is it Rosie? Is that the song that you hate? I don't hate it. It's just, well, no, it's just my least favorite John Mayer song. I don't know why. I don't know why it bothers me so much. But if you do that next, I swear to gosh, Lucas. I know what we're picking next go around. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm missing. <laughs> you with don't you. even like that song. I've never heard you reference it or no. be excited about it. You know, like so the finalists for this one, I, Heartbreak Warfare is always on the list, mm-hmm. but it's just such a depressing song. Yeah, it is. That I, I can't like get over the hill to actually choose. I will eventually because I'm just going to run out of songs but it's always like on the list I was really looking at like Something's Missing Mm. or like New Deep those were you've toyed around Something's Missing a couple times yeah Yeah. those are really well written songs and there's a lot there to talk about Mm -hmm. so my next time around might be something from Heavier Things yeah I know what I'm going to pick because I I did decide while we were talking oh okay now I'm like questioning it because I have wanted to do Something's Missing for a long time because man that guy from the start has Mm -hmm. been like I'm missing. I know what I'm not going to have yeah. going forward. I know what I sacrificed and I'm upset about it already. And that song has both the Heavier Things version and it's also on Try. It's mm-hmm. on the Trio mm-hmm. record too. Which satisfies my, we're not giving enough play to Try. Well, we can still do the discussion question, but this is a perfect segue for me to say that my song is from Try. It's okay. one of my top 10 Are favorite songs. Are you going to do the green song? Another kind of green. Okay. It is such I know it's a been coming. on song. Uh, that's been on your, like, your short list in the top for, 10. for a long time. Yeah. So that's, that's my choice for next week. All right. But I'm just like already annoyed because I know when I search the internet for photo stuff to post about it on our Instagram. Oh, it's just going to be him getting like, high. I'm like, nothing but him like, getting high. Can we just pick a song like that there's a video for us so I have content? Like, right. It's so hard. I'm like, let me put the lyrics again. <laughs> just search John Mayer Green and it's just going to be a bunch of marijuana I'm not content. Even, yeah, no, that's probably right. But I'm not thinking that. It's just some songs are... You know, there's not a lot of content visually for me to pull. Oh, right. Steal, if you will, from the internet to post on Instagram. So uh, you posted a couple of times now. You've posted the notation. Yes. As the picture. It's desperation. So that's the that's the notation. There you go. Maybe that's why they're reaching out. They're like, oh, you oh, Jill knows about this. Yeah. No, Jill's just on the internet. Like, someone help me out. Yeah. <laughs> Fresh meme myself. I got a job, guys. Yeah. So we'll be back next week. Right? The week after Thanksgiving. Wait, no. This is the week after Thanksgiving. Oh, Because this Thanksgiving is, yes. is in a couple days. Right, okay. To this. <laughs> so, we we will be back the yeah. week after Thanksgiving. And then you'll they'll listen be to hearing it us two weeks after Thanksgiving. Sometime in December. <laughs> There's a lot of math. Yeah. Wait, just, yeah, December. <laughs> yeah, that's what comes after November. <laughs> I just thought it wasn't. Okay, good podcast. Yeah, great job, listening. everybody. Good job, you guys. Oh, wait, we didn't even get to discussion questions. Oh, I'm sorry. I threw it off because another kind no, of No, it's fine. I didn't have any. I oh figured we were going <laughs> to... I, I, I think I, they've I, all been discussed. Right. I, I stayed away from them because I felt like I knew you were going to have discomfort around this. Well, this podcast isn't about politics. It's about 
John Mayer songs. Yes. So I and didn't say John it's Mayer not a Taylor Swift is... podcast. I said it's not a political podcast this time. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Enjoying the ride with us. Yeah. Let us know why this is a Turns the Ladies on song. Yeah. Make sure your armor is strong and your swords are way too heavy oh to God. pick up. Have a good week. Bye. <laughs> Bye.